You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, down in Austin, Texas. Graham Trainer. Yeehaw! And allow me to introduce the most decorated NFL long snapper of all time, Morgan Cox, on his umpteenth appearance on the show. 12-year vet, 11 with the Ravens, 1 with the Titans, 1 Super Bowl, 4 Pro Bowls, and 1 All-Pro. The first long snapper to be in the future Hall of Fame. How are you doing tonight, Morgan? Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. The most uh, proud thing that you just mentioned was that I'm the um, it's my umpteenth appearance on this oh, incredible yeah. show. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really don't million. know how many times I've been on. And I tell my parents, I was like, this is like five, six years in the making. I have no idea. The last, but, uh, yeah, I had to look up the last two. Last was uh, last April 8th. One before that was uh, 211. So we've had a little, little time off together to, uh-huh. you know, be, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, as I've told Massey, moving down to Austin. Same with you. <laughs> well, you're in your new dig. Well, you're not in your in your new digs right now because you're, you know, you're staying with your parents. I don't, I don't know how yeah. an NFL. Your parents, Morgan? Yeah, I don't yeah, know how an it's NFL just, player it's a does failure that. to launch kind NFL of NFL players live with their parents. <laughs> it makes me feel good about the rest of us, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, so yeah. We're, we're doing our renovation uh, here in Memphis and hope to be in our house in the next um, month or so. We'll see. How was the commute? How so? You, I mentioned at the top of the show, you're now with the Tennessee Titans. How was the commute from Nashville every day? How was the traffic? Uh, yeah, I've never had. Well, see, so yeah, I did a 20, 20 minute commute to um uh to high school to my school in high school, but um Nashville was a good solid thirty minutes, and sometimes for it, it would. I think the longest it took me was like fifty five minutes when, um it's no mystery that Southern people don't know how to handle snow and late yep. in the season. We got some, we got some pretty wicked snow by Southern standards. Um, and, uh, Nashville just lost its collective mind. Yeah. And, uh, and it took me like 55 minutes. What normally takes me like 29. And, um, I thought the traffic mainly in Nashville was, um, bachelorette parties on those bikes that serve you beers and cocktails. Oh, uh, that, yeah that's uh a whole different ball of wax but uh anytime you're going downtown you can find some uh pretty pretty trashy trucks i mean i saw like an f-150 cut in half and then like the bed was extended to make it like like a canopy like a clear canopy yeah and it, they called it like sea breeze or something like that it was it was awful it was awful <laughs> they, they hey, made they basically made a land yacht. they were having a fun time though i will say that like you know as trashy as it looked they were having a good time did they have truck nuts truck nuts i have On no idea can you oh, imagine making a million can you imagine making a million dollars i was walking down the street and they passed i I uh, marveled at the uh, at the site, but I did not check for truck nuts. Well, you I always wondered you is, that, is that business in the red or the black or uh, you know? I've got to be strong. I mean, it can't no be that much to make those, and you know, someone's got the mold somewhere if they're out of business. There's a mold floating <laughs> no around. I bet no you that doubt. mold's gotten sold. Whose mold is that? Ooh. That's the if they got the mold. Question. If they sold the mold before the supply chains. You know that would have been yes. that's, that's the right move. I saw yes. I saw a truck and it's the same truck because the distinct uh, the stickers were the same, 
in the park in a parking lot two days in a row. I think he worked at the Maverick, but they were different mm-hmm. colors each day. And I was like, this guy's got multiple pair. He's got mo- <laughs> oh. like these still exist. I bet he does. Um, so it's Super Bowl week. We're talking to a uh, we're talking to a Super Bowl champ right here. Give us we might have heard it before, but give us your most fond memory of when Roger Goodell turned out the lights in the Superdome to make sure the Ravens could reorganize and recoup so they could win the game. So we were, we were up big on and had the momentum uh, for that game and the lights went off. Uh, somebody turned them off, you know, mm-hmm. and um, because they needed the ratings, it was one of those deals like make or break kind of thing. Like we were going to run away with it and win by like 45 points. Yeah. Or they were going to turn the lights off and like, I think it would, they had uh, like a third down and, the quarterback ran for like a first down and then they got some momentum and came back and it was a, uh, you know, a two point game at one point we had a field goal uh, late to put us up by five. Um, and then we had to take a safety to basically win the game. And uh, yeah, it was, um, let's see, what was my favorite, favorite memory from that was probably you when blew, the lights you blew out. my question out of the water, by the way. Just, just no, no. I was trying to spin it, and you just were like, "Oh, actually, this is what happened." I was like, "You're right. He's right." Took it, took it to heart. Yeah, damn. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, we you can't get the facts wrong, okay? We got to get the whole context. Yeah, yes. it sounded like um, Coach Coach Taylor on Friday Night Lights. I loved it. Keep going. Right. Keep going. Um, yeah, and I've watched like Sean McVay apparently remembers every play that he's ever called or something like that. So that's what I was really trying to do is just like show my football IQ. Beautiful mind, um, right there. <laughs> No, I would say my favorite moment um, was either when Beyonce waved at me right at right as halftime was getting finished. Oh damn! Or when I was playing catch with Ray Lewis in his last game. It's pretty pretty awesome. Either the, one. The camera the camera was right up in your face. Right up in my face. Right up in my face. Like uh, Ray was like, really, "Hey, uh, you toss me the ball." Really had to focus on the form, you know, and get that right. Uh, oh, another. You know, there's so many memories, but um, right as the confetti was falling down, I was like, I got to go swim in that. And so somebody, some ESPN photographer took a picture of me doing it. And uh, the the tweet, like they sent out a tweet, like, I guess, right at that time when you win the Super Bowl, you get to bathe in confetti. And it was like the top tweet of that. So that's like my face wasn't in it. So you and went- no one would recognize me, but my feet were in it. And like my, you could see like my legs a little bit. Um, so literally nobody knew it was me, but you know, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went, so you went viral. This is how I'm going to do it. You went viral. <laughs> Beyonce went viral. recognized you seconds. and you played catch with Ray Lewis. If I did one of those three things in a lifetime and you, which you accomplished in one night, besides winning <laughs> yeah. a Super Bowl, that's a little yeah. out of the question. Yeah. I feel like life complete. Side note. Side note. Um, um, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty awesome night. So these guys that are getting ready for the Super Bowl, do you have any advice for them? A lot of loyal listeners from both sides, Bengals and the Rams. No doubt. Um, shoot. Uh, it's a lot of hoopla before the game, but, I mean, when it, once once it comes down to the game, like you really feel like, at least for me, it felt like another game. Um, it wasn't really until the lights went out that you really that – I, that I hope that that would not happen for them, um, though it's California, so who the heck knows. Yeah. Um, a, um, I imagine, I imagine they're 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 going to be they're kind of 
wheels are spinning right now. But once they get on the field, it's going to feel like a normal game. It's pretty awesome. But yeah, I was wondering if like, do you think if, well, if you say it's like a normal game, I would have thought two weeks, enough time goes by like golf. You start overthinking things in that two weeks mm-hmm. span versus going straight to the next week and playing a game. I wonder if that always, that makes a difference. Argument can be made for that, but yeah. uh, you know, there's so much to think about like traveling your family and you know, now with like COVID restrictions and stuff like that, I imagine they're just reeling right now and trying to figure out like what, what all is going to happen this week. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's huddle up. Huddle. Yeah. Huddle. Morgan's got a date to get to. He's got a, <laughs> You doing the car, the, what is it? What did you say, Massey? The bar with bicycle pedals? You doing that with the boys? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they're, um, they're, they're coming up the street here pretty soon, uh, on the bicycle pedals. It's uphill though. It's going to take, it's going to take them a little while. Yeah. 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 It's going to take a minute. The huddle is the good news of the week. The critical number of the week, something you are stuck on in your quote slash question of the week. Graham, I'll kick it to you. What is your good news of the week? Well, besides having Morgan here, I just realized this is Morgan's, I think Seventh or eighth show, not obtained. It's his it's his second show as a Titan. We've also had him as a Raven and a free agent. So we've had him in all 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 walks of life except all for the walks. volunteers and yeah. as a high school student as well. Yeah. But anyway, Massey, mine obviously is going to be what yours is going to be. So I'll pivot and I'll say never say never. It's kind of a quote, but Tom Brady just throwing it out there, making some making some news, just kind of, you know. Being attached to San Francisco, maybe it's not over. I don't want it to be over. It's fun to watch. It's been enjoyable since he left disgusting Boston. So, hope Brady decides to, you know, what did we say? What did you say earlier? You're a, you're an underdog as soon as you get home. I'm sure he's an underdog with Giselle. So, he's probably like, yeah, I might need to play football after a week of this uh, offseason retirement thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think Tom Brady's just keeping his name in, in the news, you know, just to let teams know that he's still out there? You think any teams have calculated maybe we'll take a shot with Tom Brady? Yeah, it's, it's for a player like that. You really have to like stay relevant um, mm. and just keep your name in the news so people don't forget about you too quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Could you imagine your retirement getting blown up on Twitter while you're on a boat in the Caribbean somewhere? Unbelievable. That guy should know better. And I don't I mean, hey, Shefty's a, a good guy from what I hear. I don't know him personally, but he should know better than that. He's probably got some interns, probably interns fault, but that was some Michigan on Michigan crime right there. That's bad. Yeah. Bad ball. What, uh, Morgan, what is your good news of the week? Good news of the week. Um, my, my daughter, it kind of all leads into, uh, into itself, each other itself. Um, uh, my good news of the week is that my daughter is, uh, taking formula now, which enables my wife and I, to have a wonderful trip to Jackson Hole in oh, yeah. two weeks, which is my critical number. Two weeks. <laughs> That's 14 days. We got it. Nice. Um, do you have <laughs> nice an agenda? Do you have an agenda when you get out here? Oh, Available. Dude, yeah. Let me let me check. Let me check my I'm calendar. Super prou- We're super proud of this. So get close to the elk. Should have gotten this. Um, I'm really proud of uh the people we're traveling with. Final itinerary. Okay, we're hitting we're hitting King Sushi. Mm-hmm. We are hitting local Turpin Meadows Ranch. We're snowmobiling. Nice. We where, are, where, are you, where are you sledding? Snowmobiling. Around Turpin. Probably around Turpin. Yeah. Uh, don't know that. You should Dinner, see the din- crappy sled that I got. It's hilarious. Dinners at local um, uh, Perse- Persephone. Mm. French. Brunch. Brunch. Ice fishing. 
uh, Snake River Grill, dog sledding. This is a lot of food. Have y'all done dogs? It's not food. It's not all food. It's some activities. Dog sledding. Y'all done dog sledding? <laughs> yeah, dog been... sledding, not dog eating. Yeah, not. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. right. I'm sorry. I uh, thought you were doing the TB12 method. The uh... no, I've not. I've, I've, I've never. I didn't get the. Uh, nobody ever brought the auger out and went ice fishing with me, and I didn't go dog sledding. I, I never did that. I've been down um, the road where they dog sled. Does that count? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the dog sleds in action. I, I don't know. That's more than I've seen up to this point. So what? I uh, guess I'm gonna warn you, or maybe you should tell the uh, the mushers or whomever that you're bringing three or four offensive linemen with you, and those dogs are like 50 pounds. We're gonna need some extra dogs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm also shouting out all these places so that they see, you know, four of uh, uh, some one former NFL and two other active NFL players, you know, maybe, you know, say what's up or whatever, but, uh, you mean free stuff. Yeah. They'll listen. Glorietta Italian. So we're hitting all those spots while we're in town and that's in like three days, um, three days time. So we're, we're going to be all around town. Glorietta, get the the handmade, um, handmade mod sticks. Faithful listeners gotta, gotta, um, say what's up. If you go to you if you go to Pinky G's, uh, they'll they'll pull a Ryan Rosillo with you. Uh, they'll get you all hammered and deliver you to the wrong hotel room. So you have that <laughs> to look forward to. That's that's trainers, you uh, yeah. old establishment. I'm not. Have you ever heard this story? Uh. So, we were flirting with Ryan Rosillo. He was coming out to Jackson. Um, he said, "Yeah, sure, maybe we can make something happen." I, in my brain, said, "Of course, something's definitely going to happen." He got all hammer drunk at pinky g's late one night they took him home he walked into his hotel room fell asleep and it was the wrong hotel room oh and they couldn't wake him up and he got the call cops called on him no incident and was just like "Uh oh and that was like when he was negotiating with espn yeah and he uh he broke away from there we'd like to think that we're the catalyst here in jackson hole for his successful breakaway from the mothership that is espn yeah, he had to talk to HR that Monday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, so, Morgan, you can go viral again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Right. Does that sound like a plan? This all sounds. <laughs> this is all. None of my suggestions are to being taken seriously. I don't think. Um, my good news of the week, besides Duke beating Virginia 69-68, number seven Duke goes down at home. Mike Shishesh, my Coach K's last game playing Virginia in Camdor. Cameron Indoor, whatever the place is. The place is ancient. What is it? Ballpark? Cameron Indoor Stadium. <laughs> UVA delivers a, a loss to Duke on a last-second shot by Reese Beekman. Just wanted to throw that out there. But something more football-related. Have you been uh, following along this Auburn saga, Morgan? Very loosely, yeah. It might be below your pay grade, but it's right into my wheelhouse of uh, hated fan bases. But Brian Harson goes to Birmingham to answer questions from the SEC offices. Now, that's that's Southeastern Conference offices, and paparazzis <laughs> were everywhere. Five coaches have left Auburn. 20 players have left Auburn. The defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, took a $400,000 pay cut to go be Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator. How much BS can you put up with, this is a personal question to both of you, where you would ex- accept $400,000 less of your salary? I'll kick that to Morgan in the football world because I've never dealt with that sort of money anyway. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, that's got to be 
the worst situation, just not get not being heard or I I mean that's that's up there. Okay. <laughs> I love to watch Auburn burn. It's one of my one of my passions, I would say. Um, Trainer, we'll, we'll about Tennessee a lot. <laughs> uh, I will kick it to you, Trainer. What is your critical number of the week? I do like I do like Josh Heupel. Um, Massey, mine is three. Three. I don't know not the not to field this. goal. Not field goals, Morgan. This is the number of games behind the Pelicans are from the Lakers. Yeah, and they're buyers. They they got CJ McCollum, a great podcaster, by the way. And a good and a pretty decent basketball player. He's a wine connoisseur. He's got his own line. Wine too, red wine. Yeah, Healthy he can't stuff. play defense, but he can shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pel. Okay, we'll keep this brief. The Pelicans will get better with CJ McCollum. Zion said he was going to play this year. Uh, then you hear that it might be two weeks out. Pelicans don't know what they're doing, but and uh, what hurts the worst is that John Morant has developed a jump shot. And it's shooting about 40% from behind the arc, and that hurts just a little bit in my heart. Absolute legend. <laughs> I Wait. love some job brand. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think about you the Memphis Grizzlies? People are they, all over the Memphis Grizzlies. They are awesome. Fun team. It's just, yeah, I'm jacked. Because this, this is a basketball town. I mean, they support Memphis Tigers. They support Grizzlies. I mean, that is a hot ticket right now. And John ja Morant is such a good dude and great representative of of the city and you know grit and grind shout out john morant you masty's hurting (laughs) you you slowly break my heart every highlight i turn on it's like watch john morant go every single direction a thousand miles an hour oh and by the way he now can shoot threes and you're like god selected second after zion williamson in the draft in the in the draft with the pelicans oh man it hurts a little uh morgan what is your critical number my critical number. Well, I thought. Oh, sorry. I said it with two. My two weeks. Oh right. To oh, you totally home. did. You totally did. I, my bad. That, uh, I two said weeks it too early. Oh, not at I all. Said, this. You said they went together, and my Neanderthal it's my brain two week, just it's goes. My two weeks' notice um, to get uh, to get some vac- some much needed vacation time, and it's been. Not to I mention, mean, you hit two hundred golf balls yesterday. I've been to at least three or four years since I've been to JH, and so I can't wait. Can't wait. Well, I hope it snows for you guys. I hope it does too. That'd be great. It's it's a little but bit of a drought this year. Would, it was crazy warm today. That's just the icing on the cake, and that's okay because I haven't packed a single thing. So if hopefully I can just bring, you know, a puffy ABP, right? Always bring puffy. <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but that is right, that, right, that is how my life works. My brother always would t- say that oh, he'd he'd just say ABP. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I gotta, I gotta go get it. Yeah, I gotta go get my jacket. Puff. Yeah, even in the summertime, yeah. it's very funny to watch people, the tourists, like walking around in their whatever, like wispy summer clothes. I'm like, when that sun goes behind that mountain, it's gonna drop 20 degrees, and all of you are yeah. gonna be running, running mm-hmm. for ABP. ABP. Um, my critical number is two hundredth. Two hundredth. Two hundredth. Um, tomorrow Morgan will hit his 200th golf ball. Mm. Rebuttal, Morgan. <laughs> I just see a, a grin there. That's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to with the boys tonight. Hey, I might just hit 150. Um, 200th is the amount of games Clark Harris has played in. He is the mm. long snapper for the Cincinnati Bengals. He wears number 46 and he looks like, 
the character Lawrence from Office Space, and it cracks me up. Yes, absolutely. What do you know yes. about hey, Clark Harris? Clark's. Yeah, I know. I know. I've known Clark for a long time, just through the snapper circles. He's a he's a solid dude, but he is. Yes, he's a mountain man. He um, he taught dogs at halftime um, <laughs> in every game. There are few people that care less about what they do, but are still great at what they do. Um, and Clark is one of those guys. Great guy. I don't know why my brain goes here, but who is Clark Harris's hot dog guy at halftime? Because you know he's not like – Going well, he's to the been microwave. there for 13 years, so I imagine he's in with everybody in the building. So I guarantee you, there's he's got, you know, people got their dealers. You know, he's got dealers. He's got hot dog dealers. Um, probably probably breaking down the doors to get him a hot dog. He that's funny because like that's like old. That's like Babe Ruth, Notre Dame lineman kind of stuff. So he's not oh, yeah. ahead of his time. He's behind his time. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. this. The the athlete from the um, early early 20th century. <laughs> He's somebody you can root for, for sure. Yeah. What, what about um, his handlebar mustache and mullet cut? Has that always been a part of his game? No, he's it's he's he's rocked different looks throughout the years. Okay, Lawrence look is kind of new. It's it's relatively new. Yeah. Hey, hey, Peter, check out the breast exam on Channel Nine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. The uh, so when your your approach to the game is kind of this like peaceful, meditative sort of way. He looks like he's just blaring ACDC in his no headset, just getting Cramming ready to 40. snap the ball back to yeah. McPherson. Exactly, yeah. Any thoughts on McPherson while we have it? Evan McPherson is lighting it up. He is. Uh, shades of, of Justin Tucker in um, his rookie year. You know, going to the Super Bowl, we'll see. We'll see. He's, that's uh, that's a big comparison, but he's, uh, he's doing well so far. He's got some swag. 200 games. How many games have you played? Couldn't tell you. Hundred and sixty something maybe, I think. Oh, okay. So we're still we're still five years away. Yeah. Four years away. I missed a few. It might be more than that. I've missed a few because of injuries. But I've had a couple more playoff games than him. It might be closer than I think. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like that. Whoop. whoop. <laughs> just say <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. He's been on the Bengals for the last <laughs> decade. I don't know. I don't know how you want me to address that. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Humble brags. We love humble brags on the show. Just sneak that in there a little bit. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah <laughs> But he is in the Super Bowl this year, so. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Will you will you text him? Give him a Super Bowl text. <laughs> no, you ta- no. Do you want me to text him? No, it's all good. Oh. I'll, let, I'll let him eat his hot dogs. He's he's got the routine down. He knows it. <laughs> all right, all right. Just the, the offer is on the table. Trainer, <laughs> what is your stuck on? Uh, mine was I was going to ask Morgan. Do you guys have a new trio name? Formerly the a Wolfpack mm. member. Because um, I got some ideas for you. If you don't, do you? Okay. I do. I do. Uh, this ought to be the great. roost. The roost, like some roosters, roost. some, some cock, some some cocky guys walking around. I got the three is in field goal amigos. Three okay. amigos. The three, I think you'll like this one the most. The three must kick tears. Yeah, Massey's. Yeah, Massey's. How long, how long did you work saying, on that? How many hours do you, did you get on the clock saying, working on uh, these things? Three, three musketeers. Three musketeers isn't bad. All right. All right. I, 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 okay. And the last one was Mo, Steven, and Kearney. Ah, uh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Being bald, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I, like I looked that. up the, I looked up the holder's name. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Just for you. Research. <laughs> nice yikes yeah dad dad jokes without kids <laughs> yeah. i dig it I dig yeah it. all right all right three must kick, kick tears 
I'm yeah, I'm with you. There. That's the best one. Um, it, it, did you actually do the assignment, or was that you're stuck on? Talking to me? Yeah. Oh well, I'm not. Maybe I'm not stuck anymore. You know, Morgan's gonna pitch this to Goskowski and and Brett. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Morgan, what is your stuck on this week? Well, now now I'm stuck on the fact that Graham didn't doesn't know my actual kicker's name. Stephen was 2020, and Randy Bullock was my kicker this year. Wait, Bullock? Oh, no. <laughs> Fat Randy, dude. I, I don't care. tell him I, I said to, that. Fat Randy. Fat Randy. I, I went to the holder. I didn't even. Wow. I know the holder's name. I'm the only person in America that knows the holder's name and not the kicker's name for the Titans. That's all good. I, <laughs> I had to call you out. It's all good. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Keep me uh, honest. Because I'm about to fly on some airplanes, I'm stuck on uh, the replace your mask after bites. What? Come on. What are we doing? You know how people that they're, they're American Airlines apparently is infamous for this, but like what they're saying is that like you can eat, but you have to in between bites, just like replace your mask each time. And people will yell at you for it. Like stewardesses and stuff. So I'm a little stuck on that. Oh, cause I'm about to fly. Yeah. I've, I flew home for Christmas and then I flew back and then two weeks later I had COVID. So I'm not sure what, how, how all that adds up, but, um, my, my airport routine is drink a couple of beers, fall asleep on the plane. So mm-hmm. if I could, if I could extend you some more words of wisdom from, uh, from Massey Zemans, have a couple of beers and, uh, take Fair a little enough. nap. You'll be out here in no yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you rule yourself out of the unruly passenger thing. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, a good you, idea. You're just like, no, no, no I'm not dealing with that. I'm gonna turn. I'm yeah. gonna watch this terrible movie on the back of the screen. I'm gonna watch the edited version of Jumanji and and take a little nap here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on that. That actually, since I'm already embarrassed about saying Goskowski, I actually peed myself drunk on a plane once. True That's story. awesome. And yeah. in, we're back. I was in college. I was in college. I, you know, young, I, and, young and dumb. I, I, um, well, I don't know if I should say this on air, but I blacked out on my way to Jackson Hole on one of the trips to Jackson Hole that I came out to. Me and me and two other buddies came out there, and um, we were, we got upgraded to first class, and we took full advantage. And I, any, you're, you're, this makes you sound normal. Yeah. To me, well, I'm like, oh, first class, okay. No, no, no snacks for me, thanks. <laughs> Just the free. Keep it, it keep all, rolling. It was all liquid snacks. So <laughs> that's right. It's a, it's a, it's a longer flight than you think. Um, yeah. my stuck on is, um, well, the saints, uh, not only is Michael Thomas nowhere to be seen and Drew Brees retired. It sounds like Alvin Kamara might, uh, might not play football in new Orleans anymore. Oh no. Uh, he beat the snot yeah, out got, of somebody. Yeah. He got, he got, uh, in some trouble. Like, mm-hmm right after like within hours of the pro bowl apparently yeah so the cops had uh i read the i read the inside blog la di da di da who knows what is true but apparently the cops identified him as they were taking the field and they were just like okay we're not going to make a scene but oh. wait till after the pro bowl oh it was before yeah oh, wow. basically I like I, I saw it come out and i it, i was like within two hours of the pro bowl I was like, man, he got after it. Yeah. So, so uh, someone got pushed, someone pushed back, and then it all hell broke loose. Is my my basic understanding of the situation. 
Mm-hmm. And a good, it's a good thing our new head coach, Dennis Allen, is firing everyone and bringing in new offensive defensive coordinators. So we're, there you go. here we are. Here we are, Saints fans. Reset. There you go. Can't wait till Jameis returns. If Jameis Winston, if the line Jameis Winston will provide stability to your franchise comes out of your mouth, then, then what do you have? What do you got? I don't know. Oh, you have you have oh. memories, Mass. You have memories. Oh, it hurts! It hurts so much. What's your quote? I got some, Go ahead. I got a, I got something to cheer you up. The the meme that the Kamara incident was the only time somebody got hit at the Pro Bowl. I saw that. Yeah, I did. See, I did. I did see Pretty that. Strong. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Internet troll number three thousand eight hundred fifty. <laughs> Cut deep. I I rem- I don't forget. I never forget. Um, uh, I think the rule. I think the rule is don't mess with NFL players. Yeah, I just or do and get them in trouble. Like if it's probably somebody within the conference that's got them in trouble. Yeah, you know what? You know it was. It's probably a Falcons fan. Now that the NFC South's up in the air, there you go. I want to see this guy's credentials. The uh, just don't mess with people that are super big and much bigger than you. Like that's right. a rule that like my dad taught me. He was like, "Hey, don't mess with the biggest, baddest gorilla in the jungle." And you're like, "All right, thank you." Should have told me that after my nose started bleeding. But thank you for the advice afterwards, father. So you should tell your kids that, Morgan. More, uh, I'll more do advice. That. Yeah, be sure to tell your kids. Don't get beat up by people that are bigger than them. <laughs> um, trainer, what is your quote slash question of the week? To our fans, I know you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot, even the even this past season. But that's about to change. I can promise you. I can promise you. I will never skip the team plane to get grinded on, and I will never kick our own kicker. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Close. Doug. Doug Peterson replacing Urban Meyer as head coach oh, of the Jaguars, wow. throwing some okay. awesome dagger shade right oh, at nice. Urban Meyer's wow. face. This I'll looks like one. the NFL fraternity having a little bit of claws here. They're like, "Get out of here, college yeah. coach." Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Speaking oh, of, I dig that though. That's strong. Pretty good one. What is your quote slash question of the week, Morgan? Uh, Joe uh, Burrow was was uh, wearing that necklace or whatever. Oh you know yeah, I'm talking about. And the reporter asked him if the diamonds are real, and he said, "I make too much money for the diamonds not to be real." I that's, thought that was a legendary quote. God, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. So this dovetails. At first me. glance, you're like, you're like man that was really arrogant but it's then you're like dude like why would you ask that question that was kind of like a slap in his face like back at him yeah so I thought it, I, i'm a big fan of joe oh so. yes which dovetails in my uh question of the week which is who is cooler matt stafford or joe burrow because some recent photos of matt stafford Brad come stafford. out yeah. and he looks like a good hang and joe burrow yeah. we know is no a doubt. good hang no doubt i'll kick it to you, you morgan can you Tell me who, in fact, is cooler. I'm going to go with my generation uh, <laughs> just because, you know, that was pre-TikTok, like, you know, pre-Instagram sliding in the DMs and stuff. He just had to do it old school style and talk to the talk to the ladies. And it looks like apparently there's photo evidence of him that he was not not too shabby at it. He had a certain set of skills. Yeah, certain set of skills. But uh, but hey, Joe's. You know, Joe's living in his generation, and he uh, he's taking full advantage of it. So it's tough. That's a toss up, but I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna side with uh, with with guys that 
generations that I came from. I think he was the same. What year did he come out? Did he? Are we the same 08? class? Oh, Stafford? Yeah. Stafford, 32-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. Well, that would be late then. He'd be around my uh, – he might be around my time. Might have been 09 draft, yeah. Okay, I can I can put this into SEC football perspective if you'd like me to. The year that Alabama went on the road for the Georgia blackout when Georgia had Matt Stafford and A.J. Green and Sean Moreno was 2009 season. There you mm. go. I think that's right. Yeah, my, my senior year. Did you, did, you play, did you play Matt Stafford and just forget about it? No, I, I remember playing him. I just don't remember what year he came he left georgia do you have your overall record against matt stafford no is there mm. is there any in the win column? i would rather not any i would rather not any of my tennessee records be mentioned oh, they okay. were, they're not they're not strong <laughs> so all right we are we have to we have to get to the super bowl if you have any more do you have any more time morgan <laughs> i gotta run all i gotta right. run Sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. I, well, I just wanted to know prediction. that we were switching uh, gears. Predict, yeah, prediction. I prediction predict and run. I can predict it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Rams over over the Bengals. As much as I love Joe, um, I I love uh, Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and their defense. I think they're going to they're going to come out, and I think Aaron Donald is going to wreak havoc on that on that uh, Cincinnati Bengal offensive line. I think that's a fair prediction. I've been wrestling over uh, Super Bowl MVP on one end of the defensive line and then Aaron mm-hmm. Donald on the other, and I'm trying yeah. to calculate in my brain who makes the bigger mistake, Matt Stafford throwing a pick or Joe Burrow just getting swallowed up by Aaron Donald and coughing up the ball because that's what he does best. Um, I'm, I mean, we got nine sacks on him uh, in our game, and, yeah. I mean, you got Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald, so – it might get ugly. Um, last last Hopefully. question. Last last question. I, I, I know I got to let you go, but Love I have. Um, how boring is it to watch Ryan Tannehill versus watching Lamar Jackson? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Interview uh, over. <laughs> no, he. Uh, I mean, I had a great time this year. I. I mean, we we punted. I think we punted less than. Uh, I did with with Lamar. So, I mean, Ooh. or the same amount. So, I mean, there were a lot of third down plays that we, we made, you know, I'm going to defend my boy. I mean, we, he took, he made a bunch of plays. I remember he ran for a first down right in front of me and like tiptoed the sideline. Um, so, and Lamar, uh, love him, but didn't get to finish the season. So. All right. Well, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the listeners with that PC answer. Can't wait to uh, meet up when you get out here in 14 days. Yeah, man. All right. We'll all right. Have fun tonight. Thanks for, extra, thanks for the time, Morgan. Have Absolutely. fun out there. All right, boys. We'll see you. Later. And then there was two. So, Trainer, great interview with Morgan, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he's going out with his with his high school buds. That's cool. Yeah, he's he's a he's a humble guy, doesn't want to admit on air, but I think he's pretty I think he's probably a pretty good hang. He's going to a dive bar with a couple of his buddies that are still in town in Memphis. They're all they all do daddy daycare and he's like, you know what, let's go grab a couple of beers. I'm like, that sounds like a pretty good hang to me. It sounds like he's on like college Thanksgiving break. He's at his parents' house. His friends are picking him picking him up, or they're meeting him at a bar, a local bar at his hometown. Just sounds like he's just he's just living life in the off season. Would you go back to your like high school slash college bar in your hometown? 
Not that you went to school in your hometown, but there I'm thinking of a one cinder block room that I used to go to across from Winslow's Oyster House, and you'd see all the people that graduated from high school, but we're all now old enough to go to bars, so we all would go to mm. bars. I don't think I would ever do that experience again. The shout out to the mule. The mule is no longer around. The mule would have been that place, the 17 onward with the the awesome awesome fake I acquired at UVA dorms back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Fort Worth changed a lot. I mean, I don't even know what freaking bars are even around that were frequented by myself and friends besides really that one. And that one, that one uh, did, didn't make it, unfortunately. I don't know if COVID took it down, but last time I went to Fort Worth, she was gone. I forgot the bar that I'm mentioning. It's called like the box or the square or something. Mm-hmm. But they used to serve mat. So there's no there's no closing time in Mobile, which is the most dangerous part about going home and visiting. What? Yeah, that you can stay stays stays open all night. Um, Boo Radley's used to serve Mad Dogs at the bar. They would just screw off the top of Mad Dog and hand it to you, and you're like, "This was a funny joke, and now this is serious." There's a bar called Boo Radley's. <laughs> Alabama legend, bro. He's a real dude. What what, what about Peavy's or or Rip Philip Philip and Philip and Peavy's bar? AJ McCarron sushi house of sushi. I like it. Um, so we uh we were gonna jump right into the Super Bowl. Morgan had to run. I didn't get to answer. He didn't. I didn't. He didn't get to answer all my questions. Like, uh, can you compare Mike Vrabel to John Harbaugh? I wanted oh, to get there. Oh, cycling. I was gonna say. Um, you've had the fortune of playing for both Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel. Would you say you're a system long snapper? I didn't quite connect those dots, but because we have the time, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the NBA trade deadline. It's a packed week in sports. The NBA trade deadline came. It is now gone. The Lakers did jack diddly. We mentioned at the top of the show that the New Orleans Pelicans got C.J. McCollum. He can't guard, but he can shoot and does offer stable position at the point guard. At the point guard offers stability at the point guard position. Mavs are trading Porzingis. Yeah, Mavs are tanking as a five seed. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, New Orleans is trying to get better so they can uh, outmaneuver the Lakers. Do, do you think there's any chance that the Lakers don't get into the playoffs because New Orleans hops them? I just don't see the NBA allowing that to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the NBA's they've fought the Lakers before. Remember the CP3 trade? The NBA vetoed that. So sometimes the Lakers get vetoed, and I think the season might be the one. I mean – I think the Pelicans will definitely. I think they'll catch them. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna pl- they're gonna play better. I saw a lot of like they shouldn't have traded Josh Hart. It was cool that he wore Ingram jersey for his last game on the bench yeah. before he left. But I don't know anything about Josh Hart. I know McCollum's a sick offensive player. Um, so it. I feel like the yeah. I, I think my prediction is the Pelicans do jump the Lakers, and they're probably that's probably the two teams playing that one game wild card. I'd be into that. The um. Yeah. So let's talk about the blockbuster trade where the 76ers appear to be laughing all the way home as James Harden forces his way out of Brooklyn Nets. But in retro, I guess, in hindsight as well, they got rid of one toxic player and now only have one remaining. And Ben Simmons is not going to be option two or three. He's most likely going to be option four or five, Mm -hmm. a role that he's probably better in and the Nets get all these draft draft capital as well, which in the NBA is a, a coin toss if a draft prospect actually pans out. But it does seem like the Nets got better, and it definitely seems like the 76ers got better before James Harden was able to eat his way out of Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, everybody healthy, KD and Joe Harris come back. He's definitely a fourth option with Kyrie. So, four for sure. I mean, he's going to have to – I don't know if he's been ramping himself up, if he's been – I'm sure he's been working out, but, I mean, I don't know if he's – does he play – has he been playing in a separate practice? Because the 76ers don't want him around. Has he just been playing – like street ball for the past three months and he's kind of game ready. You know, I, I don't even know. I don't think he's game is. ready. He'll, he'll yeah. have to, it'll be a month before he's game ready. Yeah. But it is one of those rare, like, it's almost like the, um, I mean, it's almost like the, the Buccaneers or the, let's say the Falcons traded Matt Ryan to the saints. It's a pretty strange trade. It's two Eastern teams, two Northeastern Eastern teams. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn doesn't really have rivals cause they're not, well, the Nets are an older team because they were in New Jersey before that. But it, you know, it's not Boston and the Knicks trading. Sure. But it's it's kind of it's kind of one of those I'm surprised Eastern teams. But yeah, like you said, it made them both better. So it's a mutual, yes, we are rivals in a way, but let's make each other better, I guess, because we can't stand our current situation. And I think I messed that up. I think the 76ers got all the draft picks. Is that right? The Nets, no, the Nets got more. You're right. The okay. Nets got more for Harden Simmons uh, did not command as much as once. I mean, obviously after what happened last year, but like even for a while Simmons was being held out and they were asking for way too much, but with Harden, they said, okay, we're going to give you the picks uh, meaning Sixers to the Nets. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything else. I'm I'm shocked at the Lakers. They could have done some things. I think LeBron didn't want to trade anybody because he didn't want a, the media frenzy surrounding it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, yeah, um, yeah, a couple small trades, but besides, I mean, besides that, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I, I don't know. The Mavs are confusing because I mean, I'm I'm not. Porzingis was a pain. He was not playing well if he ever played. But we didn't really get anybody for this season unless Dinwiddie can. I mean, he was good with the Nets three years ago. Um, but I mean, we got a couple C grade underperformers for Porzingis. It's not like we really upgraded things. Hopefully, we just stayed status quo offensively and probably defensively. It'll be a, an upgrade. Porzingis was awful. Um, I mean, hopefully, it's status quo, but also getting rid of that Kristaps um super max or mini max or whatever you call it that we signed him to which was regret was regrettable yeah I f the nba like contract structure and their ability to move around and the players power and they're forcing their way out of situations like james harden i.e houston i.e the nets none of that none of the money stuff ever makes sense in my brain no it's like it's such it's such deep chess moves that don't even happen on the court so you're just kind of waiting for headlines and you don't know what the hell's going on so let's switch gears last All football right. last football game of the season it's been a grind notepads have been burned through notes have been taken we've been going through a college football season a busy college football season a busy nfl season and now we're down to two teams the cincinnati Bengals, led by joe burrow and the rams Led by Matt Stafford, but I would say their defensive line, the top five defense in in the NFL, they go head to head on Sunday. We were sorry not to have our boy Adam Chenault here on the podcast to discuss the Bengals' chances against the Rams. What is your gut instinct tell you, trainer? Well, as I say, if you can go back if, if you're not a consistent listener every week, you can go back and download last week's podcast where Adam broke down Bengals Rams. 
and he's going to stick to his you – know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention he's sticking with his Tyler Boyd Super Bowl MVP Bengals by 80 now. After saying by 11 last week, he's moved up to 80, um, which is honorable. I expect it. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I've, I've been asking him, hey, what what is your routine now? He goes, I don't know. I don't have a routine. I've never been here before. So <laughs> Cincinnati seems like – but they've been doing this every week. They're just happy to be here, right? They've lost their 10-7 yeah. and seven team. And they said, we're just happy to be here. But if you look across the aisle there at, at the NFC, you see the Rams in a new stadium in a new city. That city doesn't remember what the last time an NFL Super Bowl championship looks like. They're kind of just happy to be there. If anyone in, in L.A. is actually aware that there's a Super Bowl going on in their town, I yeah. everything in my brain says the Rams. Better defensive line. But you look at Cincinnati Bengals and they handled nine sacks against Tennessee's uh, front and they fared well and they won the game. They have the kicking game is dialed. We figured out this year that points are points and points are good. The statistical nerds out there that just crunch the numbers and say likelihood and things forgot the fact that if you score three points, it's better than zero points. And Evan McPherson is showing that. So, and it doesn't seem like Joe Burrow gets rattled. I think it's going to come down to this. Yeah. And I mentioned it with, with Morgan on. Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald doing their thing, forcing a turnover from Joe Burrow, or can the Bengals limit that and force Matt Stafford a couple of turnovers from Matt Stafford, which you saw against San Francisco were there. This is this is a not a juggernaut of an offense besides the Cooper Cup to Matt Stafford connection, which is which is a juggernaut, but still it's it just seems like Matt Stafford is gonna throw a pick this game. Kind of like on time, like Jimmy Garoppolo. You're like, oh, here drops back Jimmy. Here comes a pick. Matt Stafford will have that moment. Can the Bengals capitalize on that? I think they do, and the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I love it. I love it. I think if the I was trying to look at the spread, I don't know if it's still four. I want to put everything on the Bengals. I think, yeah, I mean, you said there's not much carryover from that 2018 or 19 Super Bowl against the Patriots. I mean, Goff's gone. Gurley's gone. Uh, I think it's like Aaron Donald and uh, Whitworth, the – offensive linemen who are kind of like the old vets who are still around from that team. There might be a couple others. Robert Woods is on the mend. I can't remember if Cooper Cup was – I think he was there. He was there, yeah. Maybe he was there. He wasn't the star that he is now. Correct, yeah. Um, yeah, he's become a bigger name than OBJ, his teammate. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Rams, they are playing at home. Who knows if that matters? Like you said, LA's, you know, they're kind of new to this this – NFL team thing and they haven't really cared about football since Pete Carroll exited stage left from USC. Um, the, the Bengals. Yeah. They, they avoid, they avoided losing with nine sacks and they beat the, the Titans, the number one seat on the road. They, they held the chiefs to three points in the second half. Yeah. They held the chiefs to three points. Second half. The Rams haven't looked good since basically the beginning or set first half of against the bucks. Cause they destroyed Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And then they almost leaked out a loss to the Bucks, And then they really played a Garoppolo played a little worse than us game to beat the 49ers to get here. So they're definitely not, they're definitely not like they're, they're a very heavily off heavily uh, star studded team compared to the Bengals. But I just feel like the Bengals are going to do it. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel like, I think the, the Bengals have gone through more, a right? lot more controversy on the road, not controversy, but a lot more um, of a of a fight going on the road back to back, especially beating the Chiefs at, at home. That was that was at that Arrowhead. That was crazy. That is that is what I wanted to bring up next. It just seems like the Bengals are comfortable with 
however the game is going. Yeah. You know, they, they don't see they're not well, they've played from behind almost in all these games. I think it's in I think in every single one of these games they've come back. Even when they played the Raiders, they came back, right? Yeah, they yeah, they came back. And their ability just to kind of do the next play and buy into what's going on and whatever adjustments they're making on defense seems to work. Our boy uh Sam Hur- Sam Hubbard from uh Cincinnati native and Logan Wilson, a Casper Wyoming native. Those guys seem to play like synchronized. They're 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 fun to watch. Sam Hubbard QB spied Patrick Mahomes twice. We don't know if Andy Reid was getting cute down in there in the red zone and got two sacks and one one forced fumble. So it's Cincinnati's defense is nothing to mess with as well. So we're we're evenly matched teams that both have flaws, and that's what makes this probably the most or excuse me, the hardest Super Bowl to predict. And I can't wait to watch. I don't want it to be a dud. Remember when the San Francisco played the Patriots and it was three nothing at halftime? Yeah. That left me that left me empty inside. Yeah, like, this is the worst. No. It's, I'm just Yeah, and I kind of I have this feeling I mean, I know that college and pros are two different things, but has Stafford already played in enough of his biggest games of his career? And Joe Burrow won a national championship. He's not afraid of the lights. Not saying Stafford is, but sure. Burrow's just like he's just ice cold in his veins compared to like most quarterbacks who are his, his age or even within Dak within his uh, a couple years of his age. But or and I just feel like that might come into play a little bit where Stafford might. Yeah, throw those one or maybe two interceptions. And I just don't – Jalen Ramsey just, you know, he's beatable. So, I think Jamar Chase is not going to be like – Jamar Chase is going to get taken out completely. I think Tyler Boyd and Chase will be important, not just Tyler Boyd having to pick up the slack for Jamar blanketing. He's not he's not Jarrell Revis in his prime. No, so no. I think, uh, I think Chase is going to definitely have some, have some plays too. So, Chase has the advantage there. I mean, don't forget about T. Higgins. <clears throat> don't forget about T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. He's floating yeah. out there too. And Dixon, the running back, I mean, he's he's a deadly he's a deadly guy too. And who was the the random guy that caught the forty yard touchdown against the Chiefs? Pierre. Which one? Paul um I don't know. Cincinnati's touchdown Mark? against the Chiefs. I sound like an idiot, but I mean there just seems to be more weapons on the field for Cincinnati than people give them credit for. Everyone's looking at Cooper Cup and OBJ, and we can't forget that Jamar Chase has some pretty solid support all over the field as well. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like you said, Joe Mixon's a much better, like, he's a much better weapon in the backfield than a combined um, Cam Akers Sonny Michelle and-, and Cam Akers, who's still coming off an Achilles injury, which is incredible at this point. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's going to be a good game. I feel like the Bengals are going to win, and I hope, Antonio Brown didn't use all of his money to, for this uh, for this box he bought right after getting getting uh, fired by the by the Bucks. Oh, did he really? <laughs> um, sports fans, that is all the time we have for you here. If you missed it, we we talk, t- spoke with Super Bowl champion Morgan Cox, long snapper of the one seed Tennessee Titans. Is it a coincidence that the Ravens fell apart this year after trading Morgan or cutting Morgan Cox from their team, and then Tennessee Titans get the number one seed? Possibly. Likely. Uh, All right, sports fans. Download the podcast. And that is it. And that is all.